started playing uh, Zelda yet? Yes, dude. I played all day oh, yesterday. Oh, is it? It's awesome. Is it? Dude, it's so good. Nice. Like, I cannot stop playing. I played till 1 o'clock in the morning the last two days. <laughs> oh, man. It's going to screw my sleep for the entire <laughs> week, and I don't even care. Nice. Like, it's so fun. Nice. I started playing... Um, uh, Elex, did I tell you about that one? You did. It's like a sort of slightly janky, uh, like open world third person RPG thing. I like but that stuff. Though. It's it's fun, dude. Yeah, it's fun. Those games when they're they're like a little clunky, there's it's like charming, you know, right? There's like a it's little like charm to it. It's not it's no Witcher three, <laughs> but it's dude. That game was epic. Oh, though. Dude. I loved That's that a great game. game. Did you finish it? Yeah, yeah. It Same. was so good. So good. Um, that one. I also like Red Dead. Two. Yeah. That was... Are you going to play uh, Cyberpunk? I don't know what that is. Oh, dude. Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. You, you, got, some, oh, buddy. you got some video watching to do. So, uh, the same studio, CD Projekt Red, that did Witcher, mm-hmm. is making this first-person open-world RPG in a Cyberpunk setting, because the name of the game is uh, Cyberpunk 2077. Mm-hmm. And you're like... It's just like all the cool cyberpunk shit you could think of, and it's first person, open world. I'm looks all over badass. That. It's one of those games where it looks like they're going for a play however you want kind of thing. Like you can sneak around, <laughs> or you can go in guns blazing. Like, I like how yeah. we're polar opposites when it comes to that, and it's oh, the yeah. opposite way that you think it would be. Oh yeah, <laughs> I know, dude. <laughs> oh. You're just so big. You're like, I wish I could be stealthy like this. <laughs> But I'm my, just this little guy. I'm like, I wish that I could just kick a door in dude, and just mess everybody up. My favorite thing with video games is if, like, I love when you can quick save or save at any time. Mm-hmm. And just, like, painstakingly, like, saving, sneaking, saving, sneaking. <laughs> like, dude, I don't know why that's fun you for me. 400 saves of you getting around <laughs> yes, this corner and sneaking up on this Literally, yeah. So that if you do die, you start literally right before. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's good stuff. Oh, uh, man. Should we get into it? Shall we start things off? <clears throat> Hit us with that intro. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Big Freaking Health Coach Podcast. I'm Big Freaking Neil, and I'm joined, of course, as always, every week, no exception, my business partner, my buddy, my brain twin. I feel like I screwed up that order. Health Coach Kane. I don't think the order really matters. I guess not. As long as it's I hit trifecta, hit all the B's, then we're good. Yeah. You get the three of them. And <laughs> hit that criteria. What's going big on, three. man? The big, oh. the big three B's. I mean, things are good. It's sunny outside for... It's been pretty good it's been in Seattle for very, the last couple weeks. It's been very sunny. In fact, yesterday... When I got up super early to do my cardio, <laughs> it was like all overcast mm-hmm. and like a little drizzle here and there, but not actively raining. And I was, this is going to piss some people off, but I was kind of loving it. I'm like, this is a nice break after a few 90 degree days. Dude, I feel the same way though. And then by the end of the day, it was like 80 <laughs> and, and, and completely like, clear. This is nice. <laughs> yeah. I, I like, I like a little rain once in a while. Cause we had yeah. like almost two weeks straight of pretty much straight up sunshine yeah and a couple well, 97 degree days which we never get out here no well i also like the uh I, I also like when the day is not just one weather mm-hmm. i like when it starts out cooler and overcast and then clears off that's yeah. perfect 
I don't like it when it goes the other way. Yeah. Because after I agree with that. 30 years of living here, uh, I'll still like, oh, it's nice out. Yeah. So I'm just going to not bring a jacket. Yeah. Even though Seattle weather changes every 20, 25 minutes. Yes. Like, <laughs> True. I definitely, yeah, if, if weather variety is what I like, I definitely live in the right right state for sure. Yeah. Right city. <laughs> oh, when, man. I compared Washington the other day to if you've ever played Settlers of Catan. Uh-oh. Um, so it's this game where there's like little squares on the board of different resources and you can build a settlement in between them. Okay. And for you nerds who know what I'm talking about, this is <laughs> so for you. Um, this is like if you get a settlement that touches all the different resources, cause okay. we got mountains, we got ocean, we got lakes, we got yeah. like the other side of the state's practically a desert. Yeah. And like we have a little bit of everything it's and true. it's kind of sweet. Yeah. It is, dude, this is, I feel like people that live here a lot of the time complain about it. In terms of the weather and everything, but this is an awesome place to live. Yeah, like man, cool. mountains everywhere. Like, it's beautiful, dude. Yeah, it's beautiful. Big fan. And the summers, I mean, are are pretty damn solid nowadays. They are, and they're they're not super crazy hot like you get other places. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of hot, speaking of hot, dude, what I'm, hot I'm protein bar you got for me? Feeling today? a little bit peckish. I don't know about you. Dude, always just uh, like I got you a think. Exclamation point! Protein plus bar, 150 calories, 10 grams of protein, which is a little light, but only 150. So, yeah. Yeah. five grams of fat, uh, 20 grams of carbs. So this would be a pretty solid like pre-workout or post-workout. Yeah. Get some carbs in you. Yeah, yeah. uh, only five grams of sugar, and five grams of those carbs are also fiber. So 15 grams of net carbs. All right. Cool. Looks decent. It does. Yours today is the birthday cake flavored <clears throat> Quest bar because it's freaking delicious. Yum. Um, 24 grams of carbs okay. total. 180, gra- 180 calories total, but it has 21 grams of protein in it. Yes. Also, the... ridiculous. I know that the Quest bars are super high in fiber, too. Uh, yeah. Yes. 14 of those grams of fiber, so 10, 10 net carbs. Yeah. Not too shabby. Uh, yeah. Ooh, I'm excited. This is, this is a safe bet. It is. I played it very safe for you today. This is kind of a small bar. Oh, and yours is what? Peanut butter? What's your flavor? flavor. Chunky chocolate peanut butter, which Ooh. is solid. Sounds, yeah. sounds good. This tastes good. Mm. I like it. it. I mean, it's your classic like chocolate peanut butter protein bar taste. Mm. Not amazing, but it's a solid flavor. Nice. Like a 3.5. Nice. Dude, this is really good. It's weird. I don't... I'm not a super big fan of actual birthday cake. Mm-hmm. Like, especially, like, the, the the type of this is based off of, like, that white, like... Uh, the confetti cake. Yeah. No. That's not... Like, I would never opt for that as a dessert choice. Um, but I really like birthday cake flavored things. Like the birthday cake Halo Top. Mm. So good. This is solid though. Um, hmm. I'm going to go 4.2. Right. Yeah. Right on. That is excellent. Okay, buddy. We got another badass Q&A episode. I'm excited. I'm excited too. 
questions have been extra on point lately. Mm -hmm. Solid mix of fitness things and ridiculous things like what kind of dinosaur are we? <laughs> Which we were able to answer very quickly. Very easily without much thought. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think we just think of ourselves that way. <laughs> I, I mean, I know that I do. <laughs> okay. Let's dive right in. Get it. So the first question I want to answer mm -hmm. I actually got via text. Love that. From a good friend of mine. Um, he's asking, what is an effective plant-based protein to replace whey with? Um, and he's also curious about meat-based protein. So basically, this guy's not vegan or vegetarian, um, but whey protein bothers his stomach. He has a tough time digesting it. So he's looking for a solid alternative, whether it be plant-based, meat-based, whatever. Okay. Um, I definitely have some solid recommendations. Um, I mean, they're pretty straight, straightforward. Your, your yeah. options are somewhat limited. I would say if you're going plant or at least not dairy-based. And whey protein is a dairy derivative, so if you have a tough time with dairy or you're lactose intolerant or anything like that, yeah, whey protein is probably not the choice for you, but you have options. Yeah. I would say regardless of your sex, try to stay away from soy as a predominant protein source. Mm -hmm. Some is fine, um, but you really don't want it all come from one place. So when it comes to vegetarian or vegan or plant-based sources, I try to go with pea protein or a pea and rice protein combo. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to get really specific. So there's a company called Genuine Health mm -hmm. that makes a plant-based protein that is a complete protein based on the combination that they have. That's the main thing with, with plant-based proteins in general is you want to make sure that it's complete. And I can't remember, is pea complete on its own? think so I, I think you're right sure? I think it is so peas a safe bet um, or a combination that makes a complete protein define, define complete for everybody so that means it has all of your essential amino acids um, that is the advantage of animal-based proteins is they all naturally have those amino acids those are important for actually um, supporting lean muscle mass and getting the the protein synthesis benefit um, incomplete proteins do not quite have that same effect. So they're less effective for building and maintaining muscle, essentially. And that is another part of the reason that protein requirements are harder to meet when you are plant-based. Mm -hmm. um, but how about a, a collagen protein mm -hmm. for so, a non-plant-based, non-dairy-based alternative? I'm going to get really specific here, too. So the latest... A line of supplements that I've been using personally. I use their stem-free pre-workout um, and occasionally their their heavy stem-free workout. And what else? Do I, I think that's all I use right now. Um, but a, a company called Axon's Ledge, which is Seth Ferrosi's supplement company, they have a product called Homemade, which is a meal replacement. I guess you could call it a quote-unquote weight gainer because it's higher calorie too. Another thing to note about this, this individual that asked me this question is he's specifically trying to put on weight, mm -hmm. specifically trying to gain mass. So this is a perfect choice for him specifically. Um, but it's a full meal replacement, so it's got carbs, fats, protein. High on the protein though. And the protein, I believe, comes from, I'm trying to think, it's animal-based protein. And I want to say it comes from beef and... Like chicken? I want to say there's 
it, it comes from beef and chicken, I'm pretty sure. Beef collagen proteins are, are pretty common. Yeah. Um, I know there was something, there was another type in there that was kind of weird. Yeah. Don't quote me on it, I'm not sure if it was chicken, but it is a combo of animal proteins. And then what I also like about it is the carbohydrates are coming from, I, I think, sweet potato powder and oh, nice. something else. So they're, they're good quality carbs, too. They're not just like a whole bunch of dextrose or maltodextrin like what you usually see in weight gainers. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's, that would be my first choice. God, I kind of want to try that. Yeah, me yeah, too. That sounds great. Me too. I've heard the flavor is really solid, too. Sweet. So, yeah. Um, what are your thoughts just generally on collagen-based proteins versus like a plant or a whey? I mean, it's fine. Yeah. I mean, you, you find a lot more isolates yeah. that way depending on the blend that you get. So you have to really be looking into the amino acid profile because just if you eat animal protein from an animal source, you're going to get your essential amino acids. But when they distill it, mm. not all of them get all the amino acid profile depending on the process that they use. Right. So, and if you guys need a reminder, you can really easily Google essential amino acids, mm. and it will bring you the list. Nice. And you can you can double check that against what's on the supplement facts on the back of the thing. Nice. Um, but yeah, that's. That's kind of the same way I do any nutritional supplement. I also go to examine.com and make sure that what is on the supplement facts has been third-party tested and yep. confirmed to be in the actual can of it. I, I'm not familiar with that website. Yeah, examine.com is pretty great. Um, they do that for all supplements. Cool. They do third-party research and testing. So basically the website will tell you, you'll be able to search for the particular supplement and it will tell you if it's third-party It will tell you what is actually in it. Based nice. off of a third-party examination. Nice. Um, they also do, for those of you who are as nerdy as I am, there is a cultivated research uh, weekly or monthly, I can't remember. Okay. I look at it once a month thing where if you pick the topics that you're interested in, they take the thousands of studies that come out mm. and they pick the best, the peer-reviewed, the randomized, blah, 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 all the stuff that makes it the most legitimate study nice. in each field, and they give you a handful of those for each thing that you're interested in, which nice. is pretty dope. Speaking of third-party testing, here's a tip for everybody. Um, so I've been trying this time especially to actually go out and support some local businesses as opposed to just buying everything on Amazon like mm -hmm. I would normally do. Um, so I, I found a supplement store that I wasn't familiar with called Total Nutrition. There's one in Linwood. I'm not sure if there are any others in the state. There might be. Um, but I go to the one in Linwood. And every, as a rule, everything that's in their store is third-party tested. They don't oh, carry that's awesome. anything that's not. So, yeah, I'm not affiliated with them in any way. I'm not plugging them, but, mm -hmm. well, I am plugging them, but not, I'm not getting paid not for getting it. Paid. <laughs> um, but if you want to sponsor me, go for it. Uh, so, yeah, definitely a solid choice as far as a supplement shop. And the reason we're, we're so big on third-party testing is if you didn't know, the FDA does not regulate any nutritional supplements at all. Yeah. They, they will do cleanliness certification for facilities, but yeah. no one's checking to see that what's on the label is actually in the product. So yes. these third-party tests are what kind of keeps those honest and yes. they will let you know which supplements actually have what they claim to have. Yeah, yeah the FDA pretty much regulates, like you said, the facilities that they're made mm -hmm. in, but not what's in them. And like food. Yeah. But like, yes. that's why if you look at the back of a supplement, it has supplement facts, not nutrition facts. Yes. 
Those are different on purpose mm-hmm. for legal reasons. Yes, exactly. All right. So in the same vein, a uh, different person asked this question. Uh, protein powder. Mm-hmm. This stuff sells for 40 to $60 a tub. Is it worth spending all that money? 40 to 60 a tub is not that much for a quality protein powder, yeah. first of all. Um, I'm, I'm not going to comment on anybody's budget because, frankly, I usually buy something in that price range as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but it comes down to, are you getting enough protein? If you are not getting enough protein from your diet, mm-hmm. then yes. Spend the money on the protein supplement so you can get enough protein to support your lean mass and your activity and all that kind of stuff yeah. until you habitualize getting enough protein from your actual food. Yeah. No, I agree with that. If you are not, if, if a protein supplement is the only way that you're going to hit your protein requirement for the day, then hell yeah, it's worth it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, if you're already hitting your protein requirement for the day from food, then no, it's not worth it. Um, it's up to you. If you want to do it for convenience, that's great. I was but- just going to say, the other factor would be convenience and time. Like if you're, you work a really long, busy work day, you don't have time to sit down and eat a solid protein meal multiple times a day, then yeah, that'd be worth it too. That's the main reason why I eat it or why I use it because I could pretty easily get all of my protein requirements from food if I had the time to sit down and eat that much chicken. Um, But a lot of times I don't, so I'll have at least one protein shake per day just to make up the difference. So yeah, another another point, uh, the best way to gauge the price and value of really any supplement I like to look at how many servings are in it and what is the dollar amount per serving. Because a $60 tub of protein is generally a, a big five pound tub, which is giving you a lot of servings, usually usually in the ballpark of 50 to 60 servings. Yeah. That's what I've seen. So, I mean, that's like a, that's a dollar a serving. So when you think of it as like, that's one of your meals for the day, you're only paying a dollar for it. That's really not that big an investment. Yeah. Um, and if you, if you weren't getting, if you weren't paying for the protein supplement, you'd have to be paying for the food anyway. So yeah, yeah, think of it like that. It's really not that expensive. And that's, that's smart to think of it in terms of servings and yeah. not technically in terms of scoops. Yes. Because yeah, if let's say it has 60 servings and a serving is one scoop and you're mm-hmm. going to do two scoops every day, it'll last you a month. Mm-hmm. But if that's how you're getting... 40 grams of protein during the day that you wouldn't get otherwise, mm-hmm. it's $2 for 40 grams of protein. Yeah. That's like a chicken breast and a half. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, definitely do that. Absolutely. Okay. Moving right along. Um, this is another really solid follow up to last week's. Uh, if you were a pet, what would you be? And if you were a dinosaur, what would you be? Mm-hmm. This week, we've got if you were a plant, what would you be? Hmm. I'm not familiar with that many varieties of, of plants. Yeah. Ooh, I'd be the... What's that one that eats things? The Venus flytrap. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'd be. That's what I was thinking. Just, be a good just one. eat all the flies. Yeah, that's a pretty solid one. <laughs> pretty solid one, right? I mean, there's not... I think there's other flowers that eat bugs and stuff too in like the rainforest probably I'd like to be a predatory plant <laughs> same I think that's 
<laughs> you know, the only plant that's a freaking carnivore. It's like, screw you, evolution. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll eat meat if I want to. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's really the only badass variety of plant mm-hmm. there is. Like, you don't want to be a little, like, fern her. <laughs> I'm a sunflower. <laughs> I'll look pretty for like five uh, days and then I die on your counter. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, poison ivy would be another good choice. <laughs> just, just, to, just to mess we, people up. We like mean plants. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know what? Like, I'm going to be plant poison oak. All right? You <laughs> will you regret having seen me. Like, <laughs> Don't touch me. <laughs> oh, solid. Yeah, that's good. Solid choices. Uh, we've answered this question before, but my answer is different now. So let's answer it again. What is your favorite gym music right now? Silence. <laughs> That's right. You're not. I'm not a. I'm you're not a music guy. Big on the tunes. Oh, yeah. Well, you are a music guy. I, I mean, I am. I don't know but not while work, not while lifting. Uh, lately, I've been working out at night after my last session, okay. and the gym is a hundred percent completely empty. And nice. I will lock the door. Nice. And turn everything off nice like it's just <laughs> not the lights obviously safety <laughs> in the, just in the dark like, no music <laughs> i just go by the clang of the plates figure out where things are i echolocate oh, you doing okay buddy <laughs> just a, it's just a really tough time right dark, now. <laughs> dark empty gym by yourself single tear rolling down yeah. your cheek just just the one we'll go with just the one <laughs> yeah no i like it really quiet and uh but we talked about this before for you it it's easier for you to focus mm-hmm. because you are a musician, and if you're listening to music, it it steals a lot of your focus, yeah, a lot of your mental energy. It's distracting. So I've been listening to a lot of just straight up rap <laughs> <laughs> while working out. Uh, let's see, what are some specific examples? So I'm one of those annoying people that hates the popular rap, like the mumble rap, all that stuff. Yeah, it's can't garbage. stand it. I think it's terrible. Um, I'm a big like old school Eminem guy. I really like a guy called NF. He's a really solid one. Um, I will know nothing about what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> you. You should be talking to my wife right now. You guys would have a lot to talk. Does about. Does she listen to rap? Oh yeah, nice. Like uh, Chris Webby is another really solid one. Uh, Echo, E K O H. Yeah, a lot of just like uh, Eminem style. Rappers like fast and cool rhymes and yeah, yeah, I'm into that. I'm into that. Nice. It is sometimes distracting just from a because like if they're if the lyrically it's really complex and the Mm -hmm. rhymes are really complex, it does take some of my focus. But usually I can. You're on that bodybuilding grind. Yeah. Usually I can zero into my set well enough that it doesn't bother me. It doesn't slow me down. Okay, moving right along. What is your worst memory in the gym? I guess this could be either working out or or as a trainer. Yeah. Just in, or just being in the gym. So Or just being yeah, being like in I'd, the gym. You you know that video that everyone's seen where that guy was on the leg press and like his leg crumpled up like a pop can? Yeah. We had like a mild version of that happen at Golds Ooh. before you started. There was a guy who oh literally walked in Loaded up the entire leg press with as many 45-pound plates as it would carry. Like, first set? Yeah. Like, Uh, no warm-up. Got in there, and then just unracked it, and down it came. Like, didn't, couldn't even hold it up with his legs fully extended at the top. He slammed the stops in there, so it didn't come all the way down, but his leg hyperextended in the opposite direction at the knee for a second, Uh, and then it popped him out of the chair to the back. 
Okay. Oh God. And uh, that so was so we're talking bad. like torn hamstring, maybe. I, I have no idea. I didn't follow. Up. He wasn't a client or anything. He was just yeah. a gym member. Yeah. Um, the only thing I do remember it was years ago too, but I remember him going like, "Oh, I don't know. Like I could do that six months ago." And I, I have no context for that. So everything else is just oh, what geez. happens in my own head. But I'm like, why the hell Dude. would you try that if you haven't done it in six months? Oh. And secondly, no, you probably couldn't. <laughs> Dude, I remember uh, a similar incident at, at the same gym where some guy, I think uh, I think our, our buddy Ty Center was the one who was spotting him and saw mm. it happen. I didn't actually see it happen. But some guy... Apparently loaded up the bench press with 315, set one. Didn't warm up or anything. Not smart. Ty, I think it was Ty or, or one of the other trainers, was like, do you maybe want to do a couple warm-up sets? Like, are you sure? And he was like, no, 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 I got this. This is fine. Um, and, and not he was not the type of guy that you would generally see open with 315, mm-hmm. like visually. Um, and it sounds like he completely tore his pec doing that yeah. and had to have it dead lifted off of him. <laughs> Um, let's see my worst memory in the gym that's a tough one man I mean probably all of the demoralizing times that I've failed a big lift are all tied for <laughs> for first place like yeah which is just part of it especially being it's a power lifter you, you try and yeah if you're really pushing yourself you're going to fail. And that, that a happens a lot too on the days when like I'm just too stubborn to listen to my body. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, all right, today I'm supposed to do doubles at 93% or 95% or something like that. Yeah. I have the energy to do sets of five yeah. at best. And I'm yeah. like, screw it. Put it on the bar. Yeah. Miss, 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 miss. Yeah. Like, <laughs> exactly. It's like, all right, you should then, be smarter than this. Then you get pissed. And that makes you dig your heels in more and you want to keep trying and then you just continue. It's a horrible cycle because then you wear yourself out more. You're less likely to get it with every failed attempt. And every time your form gets worse, the risk of injury takes a big Skyrockets. Your central nervous system is just blowing up. It's just crying. (laughs) You wake up the next day having missed like six different lifts. Yeah. And you hurt everywhere. And it's just the (laughs) worst combination. It really is. We're not a... We're definitely not saying that's how you should train. Because it's not how you should train. Learn from our our mistakes and don't do it that way. I have a, a zero missed lifts policy. With yeah. my clients now. Yeah. Like, everyone works from a training max. It's better for their long-term progression oh, anyway. Absolutely. And, like, the recovery is always better. It's it's worth holding back a tiny bit for yeah. the sake of building that habit and longevity. Yeah. Um, that being said, I also don't have powerlifting clients, so we have no sure. reason to be really pushing me up. Oh, absolutely. I Do you personally, when you work out, do you ever go to failure still? Occasionally, but not really on like the compound, the heavy compounds. Yeah. I'll do it more on the the higher volume yeah. accessory work. Yes, and I only do it the last set. Yeah, I will. I've definitely steered away from that on the big lifts too. The only thing that I'll really push the envelope on at this point in my training is my deadlift. But everything else, I'm. I'm staying at least a couple reps away from failure. Mm-hmm. And with the accessory stuff, usually if I'm doing some type of set extender, some 
drop set or something like that. Then that last that last weight, I'll go until I can't go anymore. Mm-hmm. But at that point, it's like, you know, forty five on each side, something right. like that. So not a big deal. Okay, what is your favorite memory in the gym? It's a more positive question. I met my wife there. Ah, that was that was good times. Nice, dude. I'm going to steal your answer because I met my wife there too. <laughs> and they say you can't meet people at the gym. Right? That's what I'm saying. Uh, Idiots. Yeah, so your your wife worked at the gym. She worked at the gym. She started at the front desk. She became a trainer. Um, I hit on her mercilessly at the front desk, which was not something that I really ever did yeah. out there. Um, <laughs> but... Made an exception. Nice. Paid off. Nice. Heck yeah. Yeah, my my wife didn't work there. She was a member. And uh, she when she's first meeting someone, she tends to be shy. So she had trouble approaching me at the gym, but she would then communicate with me like via text. Or I think the first time she reached out was via Facebook Messenger. Mm-hmm. And then I, in person, would bother her during her workout <laughs> <laughs> until I broke her down and she got more comfortable. And then it was, as they say, the rest is history. Hmm. Okay. Also, that time I met Big Neil. That was a pretty good time. Uh, too. That was a pretty good day, for sure. <laughs> Dude, I don't. Do you specifically remember? I don't. Our actually. first conversation. I, I really don't. I don't either. I, I apologize, but like, <laughs> I don't either. The, the first memory I have is the two of us sitting at that training desk in those janky little stools, uh-huh. writing last minute workouts. Uh-huh. And we were like mid conversation. I don't remember what we were talking about, but we were just laughing like we'd known each other for a really long time. Uh-huh. And we were probably maybe a month into knowing each other. Yeah, that sounds and about was, right. That's, that's the first thing I remember <laughs> in those hideous red training shirts. Yes. <laughs> the blocky, unflattering. Unathletic Just red like, training uh, shirts that didn't breathe at all. Oh yeah, that's horrible. Horrible. Okay, here's a really good meaty question. Um, let's close with this one. Mm-hmm. What do I do when I feel like I've reached a plateau? A few strategies. First, keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. You got to where you are by the program you're currently on. Just because it's not seeming to work mm-hmm. in the timeline that you've probably randomly decided on in your head doesn't mean that it's not still moving you towards it. Like progress isn't linear most of the time. So depending on how long you've been lifting, you should hit a plateau at some point. Yeah. And you need to just fight through it a little bit. Fight through it. I would say the the first thing that I would look at before switching anything up training wise because you're right it takes a long time on a program to actually see results we've talked about this a lot but yeah i think we've gotten almost the same question before but if we're getting it again we should answer it again oh yeah very similar so training programs take a long time to work and one of the most common pitfalls that beginners fall into is switching up programs as soon as they feel like they've hit a quote-unquote plateau and they're just not giving it enough time to work so what I would do is first look at your nutrition because that's usually, if there is a problem, yeah. sometimes it's just time. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you just need to wait it out. But if there is a real problem, like if you have a specific body composition goal, for example, like you're trying to lose body fat 
and you're stuck at a certain weight or body fat percentage for, for m multiple weeks, several weeks. Several. Okay. We're talking like minimum four weeks. Yes. If you're really, really stuck there for like an entire month, then you want to look at your nutrition. So number one is calories. Are your calories where they need to be? Uh, how, how honest are you with yourself about your caloric intake? So it's very easy to underestimate if you're just sort of eyeballing stuff. We both, uh, we both generally recommend that you spend at least a week tracking what you're already eating so you can make adjustments from there. Mm -hmm. And the second thing would be protein. Are you hitting your minimum protein requirement for if you're losing body fat to maintain your lean body mass or if you're trying to get bigger to actually synthesize new muscle tissue? Those are the two big things yeah. that I would look at. Um, carbs, fats are sort of interchangeable as long as they fit within that calorie range that you're shooting for. Um, but yeah, nine times out of 10, if there is a real life several week long plateau, it's due to your nutrition, not your program. Because if your nutrition's perfect, even if your program kind of sucks, which hopefully it doesn't, but even if it did, you will still see results from the nutrition alone and just from moving and doing something in the gym. Mm -hmm. So so keep plugging. I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, your body acts as pretty much a homeostasis machine. Yeah. It wants to keep you where you are and alive for as little cost as possible. And anything you try to do, any adaptation you try to make, you have to earn it. Like your body needs a reason yes. to adapt to the stimulus that you're putting on it. If you want to get stronger, mm -hmm. you have to test your strength frequently in your workouts or your body's not going to bother building you denser or larger muscle fibers mm -hmm. because that's calorically expensive. And that's calories that don't go to keeping your heart beating and your lungs pumping. What we do in fitness from a evolutionary standpoint is very weird to what <laughs> mankind has done for for how so many years yeah because our ancestors their bodies just adapted to whatever they were doing just to stay alive and like mm -hmm. find food <laughs> and we're doing we're going to the gym and we're doing these specific things to force our bodies to adapt in specific ways which your body is is not evolved to to readily do that. Yeah. That's not something that you're it, naturally it going to do. It doesn't take a hint. You have to really yeah. force it into doing it. So yes. that's why the longer your training history is, the longer you've been working out, the more difficult it is to get an appreciable difference yeah. in the adaptations that you make because you keep throwing more and more stuff at your body. It keeps wanting to budge less and less. Yeah. It just takes more work. Absolutely. Plateaus are not unusual. Like that's, that's so common to have a, a four week block where you just sort of feel like you're not making any progress. Mm -hmm. The good news is if you stick with it and grind through that, generally you'll see a big jump in progress at the end of that little quote unquote plateau. Yeah. That's been my experience. Yeah. It'll take a big step up. Yes. So yeah, stick with the program. Don't switch things up after two weeks of feeling like you're not making progress. Yeah. And if, especially if you're in like a bro split. Yeah. That's like, Two workouts per muscle group. Yeah. <laughs> Why isn't it bigger? Because it doesn't think. Because you needs worked to be. it out twice. Yeah. And then, <laughs> at the at the most worst case scenario, take a look at your food, which you should have done already. But yeah. take another look at your food and make sure that that everything's on point there. Yeah. So. Solid. All right, man. That's another great Q and A. That was a really solid. Good questions in there. Really solid Q and A.
All right. We found out what uh, what type of plant we wanted to be. And they're all violent. And they're all super <laughs> aggressive and mean. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Seems just like us. It's, yeah, that, that's us to a T. <laughs> anyway, if you guys want to know anything else, like what kind of cloud we see ourselves as or something along those lines, big, please. Big freaking cloud. <laughs> big freaking cloud. Big freaking rain cloud. Uh, <laughs> just keep sending questions. We love your questions. They're so good. And like, share, send a comment or a review. Let us know how we're doing on this podcast. If there's anything else that we could provide for you. We do want this to be as useful as possible, even and especially on the Q&As. Yes. So we will see you next time. I am Health Coach Kane. That's Big Freaking Neil. And we can't wait to talk to you again. Can't wait.